the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home to free daily video picks from SGPN. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is the straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get roman.com slash SGP for $15 off your first month. That's getroman.com slash SGP. We're also doing a $500 FCS playoff bracket challenge that is completely free. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash FCS. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash FCS. Welcome, everybody, to episode one of the MLB Gambling Podcast on the SGPN. My name is Malcolm Bamford. Uh, we're here to guide you through the grind that is the MLB season. And joining me for this historic, it's a where were you moment in history. Uh, on the first episode of the MLB Gambling Podcast, it's the factotum, the man who does everything at the SGP. Uh, Moonaf Manji, Moonaf, good evening. How are you? I'm doing well, buddy. How are you? We we are making history here. What the first MLB gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network. And I'm joined by you across the pond. I know it's late there for you, but uh, this is exciting, man. I, I'm excited to work with you this season. I've been following a lot of your stuff. I know we did the season preview with Ryan and Sean, and this is going to be a lot of fun episode number one. And uh, hopefully we can make our listeners money and um, more importantly, I, I hope we can learn from each other in this baseball season. And hopefully, uh, you know, we build a relationship and uh, and we make a lot of money together. But this is going to be exciting, man. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Baseball season is a funny thing because there's just so much of it. I mean, yeah. it, it is. I used the word grind earlier on. Um, and it's just it's just a hell of a lot to wade through. Um, mm-hmm. The. You said, who we are, we're making history. We're not going to be history, Moon Off. I did, um, we're obviously in very different parts of the world. I've yes. got a little pop pop quiz for you here. Okay. Newcastle, England to Houston, Texas. How many miles? Oof. Um, God, I don't even know. Let me guess like 1,500 miles. I don't know. <laughs> Moon Off, if that is a portent of where you're going tonight, we're going to lose everything. It's 4,175. <laughs> like, so it's arms across the sea. Yeah, um, this is our arms spring across training. the sea. It certainly is. Uh, the plan, what we're intending to do, uh, we're going to have a look at what's been happening across MLB this week. News, injuries, trends, that sort of thing. Uh, we'll take a look at any divisional league or player bets. 
uh, that stand out due to uh, due to what's been happening over the last few nights. And then we're going to break down the big weekend series. This week's the Dodgers Padres, which actually starts tonight at the time we're recording. Uh, we'll give some DFS leans for the weekend slates. And most importantly, we're going to stay on brand SGP and we're going to make some picks, Moonaf. Yes, uh, you prepared to put your neck on the line, yeah? I am. Uh, it, I know we can get right into our tally side picks. I mean, uh, it, it's, 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 I know you went back and said that baseball is a grind season. It really is because there's about, what, almost 2,700 games in a, in the span of a baseball season. So, you know, nearly one for every mile that we're a foot. Right. And so, you know, I like to tell people that it's, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon with the baseball season. Right. So, you know, we, we get about what, six to seven to eight months of baseball, including playoffs. So it's definitely grind and it's definitely a, a marathon, not a sprint. So, you know, um, we've been tracking our picks on tally sites and how, how are you been doing on there? Yeah, so over at tallysite.com, we've got five uh, SGP analysts who are making daily picks, me mm-hmm. and Moonaf, uh, Will Moorman, mm-hmm. who's great, and then the dance, Colby and Nick. Are they brothers, I'm guessing, Moonaf? I think so, yeah. Yeah, the, the dance have been making picks as well. So you can track everything that we do. You can track our weekly uh, profit and loss records, percentages, and on the whole season. Now, if we'd recorded this two nights ago... Mm-hmm. Absolutely flying. I could sit here and tell you what an expert I was. <laughs> Absolutely smelling myself. There was talk of uh, building a statue, that kind of thing. <laughs> the last two nights, I've absolutely fallen off a cliff. As it stands, um, I've still got a winning record. I'm surviving. It, uh, 135, 128. So I'm seven games above 500, um, which is due to your hot start. Um, but even when you think you're doing well, there's that much of it. Yeah. On an item, if you go, if you can get seven and six or eight and seven, uh, that's an achievement. So I, I need to ride out this storm the last couple of nights. Yeah. Uh, get myself, get myself there. There's a couple of things I keep doing. I keep getting the Yankees wrong. We're going to talk about the Yankees in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep getting Tampa Bay wrong, which is intrinsically linked to the Yankees because I keep thinking at some point the Yankees are going to beat them and they never do. Right. Uh, and then I think because Tampa are doing well beating New York, they're going to win other games and they don't. Yeah. They beat New York and nobody else. So those two have um, hit me hard. I've been riding the A's. I've done quite well riding their winning streak. I think we're going to touch on a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done all right with the dogs as well. Uh, I've had quite a few sort of decent near plus 200 winners. The Pirates, um, the Mariners, the Rockies I picked up last night. So uh, the picking out's been okay because I've done okay on the dogs. Um, how have you been finding picking every game? Yeah, it's you know, like we said, it's 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 a marathon, right? There with baseball, so many different analytics and stats and data to keep up with that on any given night, there's anywhere from you know 10 to 15 games a night. So it's really is. No, early on in the season, like you, I was having trouble with the Yankees too. And you know, I mean, we'll, like we said, we'll get to them in a little bit. Um, but I think the other team that was giving me fits and trying to figure them out was the Cleveland Indians also, you know, I thought their pitching staff was going to be okay. And I know they lost Lindor in the off season, but I think those are the two teams that have been kind of thorn in my side. And then early on, I think I was fading the giants, you know, they were, they've been having a pretty good season so far from what their expectation was from the piece preseason. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, the first, first month or so, you're kind of getting a feel of these teams and, you know, really kind of finding their identity in the season and where what's what they've been struggling with, what they've been doing 
good things with. And, they're, you know, we'll get to a couple of teams here in a little bit and talk about, you know, the big surprises and the kind of the disappointments. But, you know, make sure to follow our picks daily every single day on tallysites.com. Um, you know, like like Malcolm mentioned, it's him, myself, the Danta, uh, Dan, uh, the Dant brothers, and then, of course, our main man, Will. So uh, definitely check out our picks every single day. We have our lock feature on there, which is our favorite bet of the day. And, and it's going to be hopefully a profitable season for all of us. And, and uh, yeah, for sure, take out, check out our picks there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Zach, please, Zach, for the Indians you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know no one wants to hear about fantasy teams, but I, I've been watching him closely because I drafted him quite highly in a couple of teams. And he, the first, his first start was really good. And then his second, he have just been horrible. Uh, he just can't get out of an inning. So, uh, but there's been quite a lot of that. The, the, the batters seem to be ahead of the pitchers. Mm-hmm. Um, and last year, everyone thought the batters would be ahead of the pitchers because the pitchers had no time to ramp up and right. it wasn't, the, it was the other way around. Uh, absolutely surprised everybody. Uh, and I think this time this, we've seen quite a lot of studs, um, who, who've had a bit of a shellacking early on. Um, yeah. so stud teams, um, doing poorly. We've mentioned two or three times now, the New York Yankees moon off, um, yes. six and 11 tonight. Uh, fifth in the AL East, 28th in runs scored, um, which is pretty remarkable because if there was one thing they were going to do this year uh, was go yard. Um, mm-hmm. What's up with the New York Yankees? I don't know if you can see, but I have the biggest smile on my face right now because they're struggling <laughs> did. so bad. I didn't notice you were enjoying that. You know me, me being a, a Red Sox fan, I think it's, uh, it, I'm, I'm loving this, but you know, when we, when we got on with Sean and, and Ryan in the MLB season preview show that we did with them, you know, before the season started, we had mentioned we were breaking out each division and then we had gotten into the American league East. And I said, the biggest struggle that the Yankees were going to have was going to be their pitching. You know, we all thought that their batting was going to be just fine because it has been in the past. And that's because what's kind of, kind of, of carried them throughout the past couple of years, but you kind of take a look at some of their numbers for some of their star players on this team. I mean, the two guys that are really leading in average right now for them, we know what DJ LeMahieu can do every single year for them. You know, that's a guy that can bat above 300, lead the league in hits. He's batting at 277 right now, which isn't too bad. Then Joe Ursula at 276. But then you take a look at the four other guys that are starters on this team. Gary Sanchez is batting 200. Glaber Torres, who I was very high on coming into this season, is batting $1.86. Stanton 158 and Aaron Hicks 154. So that's pretty much been the story right there for the, um, for the New York Yankees. And they, like you mentioned right now, they are kind of in the bottom in all of the offensive statistical categories. Again, it is early on in the season for the Yankees and there's plenty of time for them to turn it around here. But, um, you know, I think that's been the major concern. And then we, if we go over to the pitching side of it, after Garrett Cole, it's the biggest question mark for this team. I mean, uh, Domingo Hermain has been terrible. Corey Kluber, who they picked up a 5-4 ERA with a 1.93 whip. Uh, Jamison Tyon, 5.4 ERA with a buck 28 whip. Uh, Jordan Montgomery's been okay, but he you know he's like a third or fourth starter on any team with a 4-2-4 ERA, and then in his whip is at a 0.88. Um, but again, you know, the batting, which is the biggest surprise for me this season for the New York Yankees is struggling this season. Yeah. The, a couple of the names you mentioned, obviously LeMahieu, 
you know what you're going to get out of him. He's your glue guy. Um, mm-hmm. I think Stanton and Torres will get to their mean. They're not going yeah. to carry on batting uh, one something. Right. Um, but it's it's the depth that's beyond that. You mentioned Hicks mm-hmm. at 154. Um, and I watched the game the other night and he made back-to-back fielding errors in consecutive yeah. at-bats. Mm-hmm. Horrible. I yeah. mean, I'd be embarrassed if I'd have, if I'd have um, fielded the ball that badly. They were, they were poor. Um, yeah. The Clint Frazier, yeah, one seventy-five. You see Gary Sanchez hitting two hundred, and he's got previous for this. He he hit a couple of dingers in the first week, right? And all the Gary Sanchez truthers were doing victory laps, and then it's just gone away. Brett Gardner two fourteen, and then you go further down the list. Okay, who can we bring up? Rugnedo Door. Um, Talkman, Ford, uh, Jay Bruce retired. They were that yeah. bad this week. Um, mm-hmm. The fans are in revolt. They uh, they went for, they went very early with a protest last week. Uh, launched a load of balls onto the field um, in one of the Tampa games. So yeah, it is way early. I understand that. Yeah. Um, we expect a lot of the players, like I say, Stanton and Torres, for example, to get back to somewhere near their projections. But just beyond that, there's a lot of there's a lot of bang average players down the bottom of that order. Um, they've got Voigt to come back off the IL. Voigt's a, a premium hitter. And like you say, the, the starting pitcher depth again, Garrett Cole is elite right. and will stay elite. Mm-hmm. Um, but Montgomery, Tyone, Kluber can't get out the fourth inning. Yeah. Is there, the bullpen's been good. That's one thing. Right. Uh, Chapman, Green, uh, even Lois Seager, people like that. They've been absolutely fine. Um, I think the big question for me is, is there enough improvement in that rotation. I expect the bats to come back. They're not going to be 28 runs scored. I expect the bats to come back, but is there enough depth or enough improvement? Will they balance out um, to be, to be favorites really to, to justify their tag as favorites? Yeah, I, I think, I think again, you know, when you have heavy hitters like the Yankees do, I think, you know, they'll regress back to the mean, like you said, Gary Sanchez, you know, uh, Gleyber Torres and, and Gene Carl stand though, their batting average, you know, obviously it will improve from where they're at right now. I, I did have a question for you as far as this Yankees team is how short is the leash leash right now for Aaron Boone as the manager? Do you think he's on the hot seat to get fired or do you think they're going to ride out this kind of this bad start and see where they are maybe at the all-star break or wait till the end of the season to, to if fire him at all? They'll ride it out. Um, obviously, the Yankees fans and New York sports fans in general are not known for their patience. Mm-hmm. However, um, that was particularly particularly early uh, to be staging the the crazy protest the other day. Um, I think they'll ride it out. It's not it's not Mr. Steinbrenner's team anymore. Yeah. Um, and and in talk, we, I mean, we are ridiculously. We could have this conversation next week. They've won seven straight. Yeah. and be 18 and 11, uh, 13 and 11. Right. Um, so it, we're not, I don't, I don't think that's um, a particular problem, especially in lieu of, we're still coming back off that odd pandemic season. Right. Uh, things aren't entirely normal. We've got some, uh, some fans back in stands, but things aren't entirely normal. Uh, there's still certain protocols and stuff. So I think if a, if a manager had a certain amount of leeway, I think that's going to be extended even. Mm-hmm. Um, due to the, due to the extenuating circumstances. So yeah, I think, I think Boone will be good okay. um, for a little while. So we said earlier on, we were going to, we we're going to make picks. Moon off. So I'll, 
is that is there enough in what we've seen so far to make one of two decisions, which is either mm-hmm. if you were a Yankees better before the season, mm-hmm. is there enough to double down because you're now getting twice the value you were getting previous right. or um, do you take one of the other teams? So um, they were plus 550 for the World Series mm-hmm. preseason. They're now plus 800. Right. So you get an extra two and a half points there. And the one that stood out for me was the divisional odds were minus 175, right. which has now moved to minus 116. Now that minus 175 isn't particularly a working man's price. Uh, certainly not to see a return in seven months time. Um, minus 116 though, um, you could get tempted into the team that have moved the needle are Boston. So Tampa yeah. and Toronto's odds are pretty much unchanged. Uh, both around 20 to one, which is where they were uh, before the season. Uh, Boston are now plus 375 for the division, having come into the season at plus 1800. Yeah. And their World Series odds have halved from 25 to one, uh, from 50 to one. So which way would you go? If you were in New York better, yeah. would you be looking to take someone else on? Is the, is the value now in Tampa, Toronto or Boston? I, I or do you double down on the Yankees? I think I still have the same concern for the Yankees as I did when we started the season, which was their pitching, right? I mean, when you get into the playoffs, I kind of value <coughs> pitching more in, in the, in the postseason, Right. And, and again, the question still is for this team is that yes, their bullpen is doing well for them, but the starting pitching is still the biggest question for Mark for me. We, you and I both know that their bats are going to warm up again and they're going to get back to the mean and, and they're going to improve. But for me, I wouldn't take the Yankees right now, even at, at minus money, if it was around in, in the plus region of, you know, plus one ten, plus one twenty, plus one thirty in that range, getting dog money at this early in the season, I would take that. But yeah, I mean, I don't sound, I don't want to sound like a Homer fan, but I really like what I've seen from this Red Sox team. I mean, their offense is really carrying them. They're number one in a lot of the statistical categories in, in the offense. They're number one in average, number one in OPS, number one in run score, number one in hits, doubles, and their pitching has improved. I mean, it's, it's, it's middle of the order right now in the MLB, but it's a significant improvement from where they were last season. And keep in mind, they're still missing their ACE pitcher, Chris sale. So once they get him back, Nathan Navaldi has been pitching where Eduardo, Eduardo Rodriguez has been good for them. Um, and some of their back end guys have been pretty decent. So if, if I wanted to take money right now for the Red Sox for the start that they're at, if you can find this at around plus 375 up to plus 400. I saw him at some books. I would put some money down on that. Did actually, uh, harken back to the preseason podcast, the Red Sox over on the season total uh, was something that we highlighted. I think that we did a bit of a round table. There was four or five of us on the podcast and every single person highlighted uh, Boston. And you get a a good start of the season like they have. And all of a sudden, uh, that number you were looking for 80 and a half, that number shrinks rapidly. Um, right. but I mean, talk about small sample sizes, though, you could almost hold a mirror up to Boston. Um, because that first three games, they got mm-hmm. battered off Baltimore, yeah, they were a terrible team, yep. and I saw some really strong reactions there. Uh, and that now it's almost as if that didn't happen. Um, so 
it, it's Go tough, on, yeah. especially in the you know the first couple games for some of these teams. Like like prime example is the Red Sox. I mean, they got beat by what was projected to be one of the worst teams in baseball by the Baltimore Orioles. But then they came back the next series. I think it was against the Rays, and they you know put together a winning streak and kind of found who the, what their identity was. I think the biggest thing for the Red Sox so far from last season to this season has been getting Alex Cora back in that, in that dugout for them. Right. Because he was coming off the suspension and all the scandals that happened with the Red Sox, getting him back, I think was big for this, for the morale, for this team and kind of, you know, having that normalcy that they had when they won the world series. So I think that that's one factor that's really contributed, you know, to the success of the Red Sox so far this season. The reason I gave uh, for the Yankees, because I've, had a all New York World Series was my uh, pick at the end. And the mm. reason I gave was a lack of alternatives. It's not that I was particularly sold on the Yankees, but there was no other team that was blowing my skirt up particularly. Um, <laughs> and Minnesota uh, have got a poor record. They haven't started great. The White Sox almost lost it at the start of the season when uh, Eloy Jimenez t- yeah. uh, tore his peck in spring training going up at the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, to try and bring that home back. So they're bang on 500. Minnesota is something like eight and, eight and 39 and something. Uh, the, um, the below 500 anyway. Six and um, 11. Six, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, so with there's nothing out, there's nothing in that league. I don't, I don't like Tampa, but Boston would be the one. But again, eight or nine days ago, they'd had a poor start. They're still projected they were projected to win 80 and a half games. So mm-hmm. the Yankees still don't look to be facing too much opposition. Is there anything else in that, in that uh, league that you can see coming out? Uh, again, you know, being in you, I think, I think the Astros are one team to keep an eye on. I mean, I know this past week they had some COVID issues where some of their main guys were out, you know, Bregman was out, uh, Jose Altuve, some of those big bats were out for them. Um, you know, I think that's one team to keep an eye on. They got off to a hot start. Now they've kind of regressed back. They're seven and 10 right now. So they have a big series this weekend coming up against the angels. Um, but I think that would be one team that I would still keep my eye on. You know, that's a team that does still have the pitching depth. Uh, they could still get back Framer Valdez into that rotation. Justin Verlander way down the line. If he decides to pitch again this season. And again, you have, when you have bats like Alex Bregman, Jose Altuve, Carlos Correa, Michael Brantley, um, you know, Yuli Gurriel is having a pretty good season for the Astros so far. That's been a bounce back guy for them. So I, that's one team I would also keep an eye on. So if, if there's any teams that we like I, that, that can beat the Yankees, I love it, but I know you have the, the <laughs> all New York, the all New York world series. So that would be really interesting and a fun series to see in the world series at the end of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we've covered the Yankees. Yep. Um, we need to have a. We're gonna have a look at the, at the weekend action, the the big action between the Dodgers and the Padres. But before we do that, WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today, and you'll receive a special offer up to $500 risk-free sports bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. So if you want a little bit of that minus 116 on the Yankees, or even 
if Munaf has talked you into the Red Sox at plus 375, get your money down, get your bonus yeah. offer from Winbet, fill your boots. What's not to like about any of that? Yes, sir. Okay. Get down on them Red Sox. <laughs> <laughs> so, this weekend, in yeah. fact, it starts tonight. It's a four game series. So, the first game is um, starting in a couple of hours from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we'll have missed that by the time this goes through. But we've got Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to cover. And it's the Padres Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, they played last weekend. Yep. The Padres took the third game uh, to avoid the Super. It was a wild series. There was all sorts of things going on. Uh, Mookie Betts had a stunning walk off catch. Mm-hmm. Um, he's possibly going to be out for this weekend, depending on he got he got hit by a pitch yeah. uh, last night or the night before, possibly. Um, mm-hmm. You ended up with a pitching duel, a really good pitching duel, which ended up with a position player pitching. And Joe Musgrove, who just come off a no hitter, field and left field, um, yeah. due to the ghost runner rule. Um, some of these games in extra innings, you know. Uh, there's been one again tonight, which has just finished in the last few minutes, where the game was tied, yeah. eight all. It's gone to extras, and it's finished fourteen nine. Um, and that's kind of what I'm doing that in that Dodgers Padres game yeah. pitching duel. Um, if you see a position player pitching, so it gets the scores. 28 one or something and they're <laughs> trying to get out of it. Um, you don't expect a game that's tied. That's been an absolute belting uh, pitchers battle. And then Jake Cronenworth's on the mound for the Dodgers. Yeah. Um, Fernando Tatis came back from his shoulder injury, immediately hit a home run. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a wild series. And do you know what? It, I thought it had the feel, the real feel of, um, of a playoff series, yeah. which for early in the season, you don't get that, the, that intensity. It's it, both, it, it, both teams know, they know that they're the main rivals. They're the, probably the two best teams in sport, uh, in the sport. And they, it was almost, it felt like September. Um, there was a, there was a real intensity. I, I think with the crowd being back as well, um, that helped because they've missed that for a little while, but mm-hmm. it, it was a great series to watch moon. After did you catch most of it? I did, you know, and like you, I think you just hit everything on the nail on the head that it felt like these teams know that they're going to be battling all season long and possibly into the playoffs, you know, to make a run in the national league. Um, you know, this is almost like old school baseball where it's going to come down to like pitching duels, right? Because both of these teams, have great, great pitching, you know, starting pitching and then, and also the bullpen, but, you know, I I know there's some great uh, pitching matchups for these two teams, um, you know, getting together this weekend. So did you want to kind of go through those matchups here real quick? Yeah. I mean, this, this does read like a, like a who's who uh, of starting pitchers. So Friday we have you Darvish going for the Padres Mm -hmm. against Clayton Kershaw. Mm -hmm. Saturday night is Blake Snell against Trevor Bauer. And Sunday night is Joe Musgrove against Dustin May. Um, So, yeah, three great pitching duels. Was there one particular night, one particular matchup? Is there anyone you wanted to fade particularly or or press out of those three games, Munaf? You know, um, I think that the Saturday night game uh, with Trevor Bauer, anytime Trevor Bauer is on the mound, it's always entertaining because of, you know, how passion, how much passion he has for the game and, you know, how much he's, you know, his antics on, on the, on the mound when he gets a strikeout, I think that's going to be a fun one for me to watch. And I think that's a game that I probably want to get behind with Trevor Bauer in that game. I know, you know, we'll have to see where the number kind of comes out. 
Um, you know, he had a rough outing. Well, not a rough outing when last time he pitched against the Padres, he did go six innings, only gave up three hits, one earned run, seven strikeouts in that game. Just the offense didn't show up in that game. So um, I think that's the kind of one that I'm struggling for the Dodgers here on Saturday night um, against the Padres. But again, all three of these games are going to be, you know, a lot of fun to watch. Um, you know, did you have a particular one that you wanted to kind of circle in there? Well, funnily enough, exactly the same game as you've just picked for exactly the same reason, or maybe a slightly different reason. My, my angle was I was fading Snell yeah. uh, rather than uh, going hard on Bauer. Mm-hmm. Um, Snell, he just keeps getting the hook quite early. And I think Blake Snell himself, as well as a lot of other people, thought that that was a tamper problem and that it was analytics. And then obviously he famously got hooked in that playoff game last year. Um, but it keeps happening again now. Um, and he, he he nibbles a lot, Blake Snell. He's around the edge of the zone. And I mean, he's an outstanding pitcher. Don't get me wrong. He, he seven Ks last time out. Yeah. Um, but he nibbles around the edge of the zone. And if it's not quite there, then he can end up throwing a lot of pitches. Um, and I just thought that that would be the difference maybe on Saturday yeah. um, between Bauer and uh, Bauer over Snell. I've actually got the Padres winning both games either side. We said we'd make some picks and we will do later on and we'll, we'll give a lock and a dog at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got the Padres winning Friday, Sunday, yeah. uh, but Saturday night I've got Bauer. And like I say, it was more, more of a fade if Snell. Now I, w- I was going to ask you, Moon Office, that we kind of, we will pick or we'll bet baseball in different ways. Um, I think it's probably a cultural thing where I'll just go money line or run line. Um, and in the Slack channel, if you get if you get a chance to have a look at the Slack channel, the MLB channel, it's buzzing, isn't it? It's a really vibrant little community, yes. um, and there's some some smart cookies in there as well. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I've learned a lot. I'm, I'm obviously I'm a, I'm an Englishman. I have I I think looking at baseball almost as an outsider benefits me. I don't have a lot of I don't have the baggage. I don't have the baggage that like. Uh, Kramer and Sean having fade in the Cowboys every week. I don't have to do that. And <laughs> yeah. like you with your Yankees, I know, I know enough that I have to hate the Yankees. I understand that. Yeah. Um, but I can, I can make sort of cool decisions. The, the, the Slack channel, I've, I've been learning loads of good stuff in the Slack channel. Um, yeah. But you, you'll look at either player props or one of your things is, is the first five and in props. Now these games, do they not lend themselves immediately to, under or low scoring on the first five innings, just with the, with the quality of the, of the SPs on show. Yeah. I mean, you, we, we go back in time, you know, go back and look at the weekend series between these two teams um, from last weekend, right? Let me see if I can quickly pull up the schedule and get those final scores from that game. So they started the series Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? The first Friday game, they scored 17 runs, but then you, after that, you take a look at Saturday, Clayton Kershaw, you Darvish 2-0 final. And then on Sunday, um, it was 5-2. So we should expect to see low scoring with the caliber of pitchers that are coming from both sides. I think that Sunday game may go over, but Dustin May has been, you know, he's been pretty good for, for the Dodgers over the past couple of seasons and, you know, coming into this season. Um, as far as my betting, yeah, I did like, you know, parlaying maybe money line bets with uh, Dodgers or, you know, finding, you know, two team parlays. I think that's a good angle to kind of look at, um, you know, first five innings when you have these caliber pitchers, like you just mentioned, 
a first five under is is probably a pretty good bet to get down on. Um, yeah, if you look at um, Kershaw Darvish from last Saturday, yeah, that was five innings, uh, one nothing. LA he scored in the fifth inning. Yep. Uh, it was zero zero after four innings. LA got one in the fifth. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, good angle. Sorry, carry on. I just caught no, the eye. That no, no, great point. Uh, so, Leno, you know, like you just mentioned, like you know, when you have these star-studded pitchers, that you know, unders because it, it's it's we kind of go back how you mentioned that these two teams are kind of rivals now and being that NL West, right? So that you know the defense is going to be tighter, the pitchers are going to be more cautious about what pitches they're throwing and trying to limit walks and things like that. So, and you have pitchers that can get strikeouts too, right? So. I think that's an angle to kind of look at as first five under player props. I mean, obviously the most popular ones are the strikeout props for pitchers and things like that. So, you know, Kershaw guys like Trevor Bauer who are great strikeout pitchers. You Darvish also, like you've mentioned, you know, these guys are great pitchers. Um, so those are just some of the props that I kind of like looking at. And then maybe if you have a series this season or this weekend where you have two good hit hitting teams that are tops in the league so far in batting average and, and getting hits or leading the league in hits. You probably want to look at over under uh, combined hits for a game, not necessarily a total of a game, but hit, um, you know, getting hits, it doesn't really have to translate to runs. I had one last week where I think it was the angels. Um, I want to say the angels and the Royals. I took the over 16 and a half. And I think they eclipsed that had like 21 hits in that game. So there's a lot of different angles to kind of look at when you're betting baseball with full game, first five, first inning player props. So, you know, if you do your homework, right, you know, you can find some profitable angles. Yeah. That's something that uh, we'll continue to pick your brain about moving off as we go. Cause like I say, um, as a, as a British better, I look to, I look at an event, I look to pick a winner. Um, but yeah, there's so many, and a lot of the, the, the British bookmaking sites now is starting to put up a lot more player props and things. Um, is the, is, uh, there's, there's more baseball on, um, TV over here now. So anything that's on TV, you can get a bet on and they're starting to cater for, yeah. for baseball fans. Do you have another series that you want to get to for this weekend? I know we have a couple of good ones. You have them. I think we had Mets and nationals and, Astros and Angels this weekend kicking off too. I don't know if you want to get to any of those. Yeah, the the Mets and the Nationals is an odd one. The Mets have had um, a fragmented start to the season. They had rain outs. They've had snow outs. They've had mm-hmm. COVID outs. You name it. Yeah, um, they've done it. Uh, so they are they they're seven and six. They're top of their division actually, but they've. they've games behind and they haven't actually played that well. They, they, they've done Mets are going to Mets are they? They've, they did the usual thing of scoring no runs behind Jacob de Grom. <laughs> uh, that's, that's freaky how that happens. That's almost worth watching every time they're on just to, just to see it. Um, they made some fielding errors the other night and threw the game away. Um, they got gubbed off the Cubs last night, which was an unusual one. Um, yeah. I mean, and I was expecting them to be better. Um, I'm expecting them to get better. The Nationals um, just aren't very good at the moment. Um, they've got zero pitching um, yeah. at all. So given that, I think it's it's going to be choky. But I was I'd be expecting uh, the Mets uh, in a home series mm-hmm. to to really get a little bit of um, a little bit of momentum going. They've got Degrom pitching on Friday night against Eric Feder. Yeah. Um, 
Saturday, the pitching, uh, we're going to come to that. I've got a little angle on this in a little while, actually. Marcus Stroman against Joe Ross yep. on Saturday night. So, um, and then we have Taiwan Walker, actually, who's been struggling um, against Corbin on Sunday. So, yeah, I expect I expect the Mets to build up a little bit of momentum uh, against a, a struggling Nationals team. Uh, did you have a lean towards that, or were you looking at, looking at the Angels-Astros? Yeah, I mean, you know, quickly, just for the Nationals and, and the Mets, I mean, you kind of take a look at the Washington National, Nationals, like you men- mentioned, they're pitching in the National League. They are second to last in team ERA with a 4.76, the only worst team, the Pittsburgh Pirates. And you take a look at some of their batting metrics. I mean, they are, you know, second in batting average um, OPS, they're number five in the National League. So when you have guys like, and I know they're missing, I think Juan Soto just went on the injured, uh, injured list. I think um, Steven Strasburg is there also. Patrick Corbin has been off to a horrendous, horrendous start for this nationals team. You know, I think they, he's not, he hasn't panned out the way that the nationals were hoping. Hopefully he can turn it around, but you know, when you only are relying on Max Scherzer and, you know, Joe Ross had that one great start. So I think their pitching really needs to turn it around for them. Um, and then again, missing Juan Soto for, for this, this thing, this is going to give a good advantage to the Mets to kind of turn it around here. Like you said, they meant missed, you know, the first couple games and have some postponements because of COVID and because of rain and snow and things like that. But, um, I think this would be, it might be a good series to kind of take a look on playing on the Mets. Um, as far as getting to the, uh, angels in the Astros, I know the Astros finally got their guys back. I think yesterday with, with, uh, your Don Alvarez coming back and, and, uh, Alex Bregman coming back for the Astros. So this is going to be a fun series for, for the Astros and angels. So I may try to get out there. I just want to see Mike Trout play in person. So, um, you know, that that's a once in a generation player, but I think that's going to be another exciting series. Uh, let me see if I can pull up the matchups here for, um, for the Astros angels. I believe they kick it off uh, tonight, Alex Cobb and Christian Javier, on the mound, but then starting tomorrow, they have um, Andrew Heaney and uh, Zach Grinke is going, uh, and then Saturday it's going to be Griff Canning and Jake Odorizzi, and then Sunday, um, let me see if I can pull it up. I don't see it right now, but I think the one guy I did want to point out for that Saturday matchup was Griff Canning. I, I might be looking to either play the over in this game. Or, or taking the Astros, you know, Griff Caning in his career against the Astros has a 6.35 ERA, 11 and one thirds innings pitched, eight earned runs, 12 hits and 10 walks. So um, again, a pitcher that's really struggled against the Astros. So I think that's another um, a, a play that I might have for Saturday, maybe parlay the Dodgers with the, uh, with the Astros there. Um, that might be a, a good angle to look at where Trevor Bauer and fading uh, Griff Caning for the, uh, for the angels. Nice angle, moving off. I like that. Um, yeah. Sunday is uh, Dylan Bundy and Lance McCullers okay. uh, pitching for those two. Yeah, they, yeah, that is a good series. I find the Angels are a, a quite an easy team to root for. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got obviously you've already mentioned Mike Trite and uh, and then obviously Shohei Otani. They've got Rendon who I think's injured at the moment. Jared Walsh looks like a fun player. Mm-hmm. Uh, just an Upton veteran, but yeah, I, I find the I find the Angels um, quite easy to root for, and obviously uh, Houston. I, I do know what went on, but where uh, 
again, I, it it didn't affect me. This is the this is what I was saying earlier on about looking at it, looking at the game from uh, from a from 4,175 miles away. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, there was a, it was a curiosity, uh, yeah. but it was nothing else. It doesn't affect where I put me 10 pounds on a, on a Friday <laughs> or a Saturday night show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be a fun, um, a fun game. Yeah. A fun series, uh, over the weekend. I'll tell you what though, Moonaf, uh, if you don't want to swing and a miss, if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, sometimes it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Did you like that segue, Moonoff? I love it. <laughs> get to roman.com slash SGP. Now, with Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A US licensed health care professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to getroman.com slash SGP and complete an online visit. Take care of your ID without leaving home. Complete an online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go to getroman.com slash SGP now to get $15 off your first month. Look, there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Getroman.com slash SGP. Get started now to save $15 on your first month of treatment, we'll have you batting a thousand in no time, Moonaf. <laughs> uh, I added that bit on the end. You know? Very nice. Right. <laughs> this isn't our so, first podcast. It'll sound like we've been doing it for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're going to have a look at some DFS for the weekend. Now, I spoke to you earlier on and you said, you, like I've just uh, explained to you that some of the other ways of betting baseball that I wasn't yeah. hugely familiar with. You're not a big, You're not a big DFS baseball man. No, I'm not, you know, I've never really even been like a DFS guy, you know, so I've, I started getting into it a little bit this season with, you know, with golf and with, with, uh, with, with basketball. So, um, you know, I think that's another thing that I kind of want to add to the portfolio is, is learning about DFS and, and, you know, picking your brain and picking Will's brain and, and getting into those, you know, those DFS contests that we have every day in the, in the baseball Slack channel. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll let you take the, take the lead on this. And then if I have something to chime in about, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll put my input in, but, uh, this is going to be all you buddy. Hmm. Yeah. Will Moomins, he, uh, he's the guy with the stats. Um, I, I would say that I was a good handicapper, which is, that's what Sean Green says whenever he's done no research and he thinks that allows him just to pick anything he wants. If you just say, <laughs> if you say you're a good handicapper, that just allows you to do anything without having done any research. Um, there you go. yeah, we do have a nightly actually a nightly DK game, which is normally only $2 when it takes all. Um, and the link goes into the Slack channel. So if anyone's listening, uh, and wants to, once a little $2 game. I won the first game of the season, the opening night. And then I've got a mate from Newcastle here who I got to play and he mm. won the second night. And there yeah, we say again, we were smelling ourselves. We were, we were repatriating all those dollars back across here and have not won since either, uh, either of us. So it's gone the same way as everything else. Um, yeah, I just picked out a few really because mm. um, obviously we can't get the prices ahead of time, but Friday night seemed to me, it was a bit of a stars and scrubs thing. Now, and I love this system playing um, DFS to pick a, a picture from either end of the price range, um, a real chalky guy. If the, if there's good chalk there and then someone uh, from the bargain bucket at the other end, um, Friday night, DeGrom and Glasnow both go uh, DeGrom versus the net 
uh, versus the Nats. Uh, Glasnow against the Blue Jays. Um, you want to take one of those. If you take both, you're not going to leave much room for many hitters. Um, but there was a there was a player down at the bottom end who I think you could pair with one of those two, and that was Cole Irving on the A's. Um, for a start, Oakland keep winning. We've mentioned that, so you've yep. got a chance of picking up the borders for getting a win. Um, he went six scoreless last time with no walks in six Ks versus the Tigers, um, which is perfectly acceptable for the price you're going to be paying for him. I think he gets the um, Orioles on Friday night. Mm -hmm. So he could be a cheap option to pay with one of your, your chalky stars. Um, the stacks, I looked at the Rockies. Yeah, we know they're terrible. However, they're at home, uh, coolest field. So you get a little, a little, um, a little boost to all your hits there. Yep. Um, and they're facing the Phillies and Vince Velasquez. Now Velasquez is only playing because one of the rotation has, uh, he's in the COVID protocol. I think it's Matt Moore who's gone at the COVID protocol. Velasquez has been in long relief this season, uh, ARA of nine. And in Coors Field, um, I think you can get some cheap stacks there with the with the Rockies. Tapia leading off McMahon. Um, you've got to pay up for story, obviously. And then even Garrett Hampson further down. So I looked at those for Friday. Saturday night, uh, pitchers-wise, um, someone we've already talked about, Munaf, uh, Nathan Yavaldi. Yep. He draws the Mariners, um, giving up no homers. Uh, and more remarkably, only four walks this season, Yavaldi. That used to be a bit of an issue for him. Yeah. Uh, someone who gives up all the walks, Robbie Ray. Um, now, I like Robbie Ray. I've got a bit of a soft spot for him. He's a K-machine. Uh, he did walk a career-high six last time. But I watched the game, and I thought he was unlucky. Like He was painting a lot of corners. He wasn't throwing it all over the place. It wasn't a wild six walks. It was a unlucky six walks, if there's such mm -hmm. a thing. Uh, so Robbie Ray is an option. Uh, and Brady Singer of the Royals, um, for two reasons. They're playing the Tigers, and the Tigers suck. Um, and I like what he did. He only gave up two hits last time against the Blue Jays. Um your batting stack for Saturday it would be the Mets. We talked about the Nationals. We talked about Joe Ross. Uh, he gave up 10 runs in four and one third last time. Um, we're already expecting the Mets to heat up. We said it might be yeah. worth uh, parley and the Mets mm -hmm. through the whole series, through the whole weekend. And I expect them to get the Joe Ross on Saturday night. And Sunday, I looked at Tristan McKenzie. Okay. Uh, for Cleveland versus the Yankees. Tristan McKenzie can get Ks. And as discussed previously, the New York Yankees can strike out a lot. Um, he's a bit of a risky one. He, I don't think he'll be uh, highly owned, Tristan McKenzie. And then I picked two pitchers from the same game because uh, I think it, it'll just be a bit of a, a bit of a bum fight, which is um, it's the Kansas City and Detroit game. And it was okay. Danny Duffy and Michael Fulmer. Uh, I think these teams could just bumble along. 1-1, uh, 2-1, one, one, something like that. Mm. Uh, and both of them will, could go six or seven innings with enough strikeouts uh, to make it. Because again, they'll be relatively cheap, both of them. Uh, Sunday night stack was Texas. Uh, again, looking at these bad teams, I mentioned the Rockies earlier on. Te the, the, the middle order of uh, Texas has been relatively good fun. Joey Gallo keeps walking, um, which is yeah. unusual for him. But he's due to hit some dingers like he likes a dinger. Uh, and I can see them coming. Nick Solak's been doing all sorts. Um, they've got a lad called Garcia who's been hitting cleanup, who is absolutely cheap as chips. Um, and even the catcher had a really thin position. Jose Trevino's hitting 294. So you can pick up a load of those Rangers, mm -hmm. uh, very cheap. And that will enable you to... Um, to, to fill out your, your Austin with some of the stud hitters. Um, okay, Moonoff. So we're going to wrap it up for the last few minutes here. 
Uh, we promised some picks. You've got a lock and a dog for the weekend. Yeah. Uh, I think we already mentioned. Um, I think we were in agreement with the uh, Trevor Bauer on Saturday night with the, with the, with the Dodgers against the Padres, but I'll also throw out the one that I also talked about was taking the Astros money line on Saturday, fading Griff Griffin caning for the angels. Again, like I said, you know, not, not great numbers for um, not great numbers for caning against, against the Astros. So I think that's going to be my um, second lock for Saturday, Saturday night will be the Astros money line. And then a dog I, you know, I did like because of the way he started the season here is going to be the, um, the Tigers plus 120 uh, with Casey Mize on the mound uh, against, I believe they are playing the, should I wrote that down? Let me double check who they're playing here this weekend. Um, That's the pitcher, I suppose, the, the Kansas yeah, Kansas City Royals. I mean, they've gotten off to a good uh, good start to the season, have the Royals, and that's another team that we had talked about. But I just like him in this position here at home against the Royals. I know Mike Miner is off to a good season also, but I think, you know, I think getting value here for Casey Mize, who's who started off to a, a pretty good start this season. I believe he's three and one. Um, you know, Miner's numbers are impressive, but he's faced the Rangers and the Blue Jays who are kind of, bottom in the offensive category so far this season. So that'll be my dog plus 120 Tigers Casey Mize on Friday night. And then my lock, uh, two locks I'll go with is the Dodgers um, Saturday night with Trevor Bauer and then the Astros money line also on Saturday night. Uh, parlay those two together. Okay. Love it. Thank you, Moonaf. Um, Yeah. My two um, talked about it. I'm going to, we're going to, we're going double lock here. Uh, we're going Saturday night. We're going Dodgers money line. Um, and as I mentioned, it's more of a fade of Blake Snell than anything else. Um, I do think the Padres win Friday and Sunday. Um, so whether they split the series depends on uh, what happens tonight, um, which we'll already know the result of by the time this reaches anybody. But after that, yeah, I'm going um, Padres, Dodgers, Padres, but locking up Trevor Bauer on Saturday night. And yeah, I had a lock, uh, a dog was uh, again, another Saturday night game. And it was the Diamondbacks at the Braves. Um, Drew Smiley's pitching for the Braves. Um, So that's my fade. He's uh, back off the IL. Has been slightly homer prone. Um, the D backs have showed a little bit. They've been quite feisty. They were involved in that game again tonight where they've, uh, they've scored 14 runs, uh, six of them in extras. Um, they've got Madison Bumgarner on the mound. Uh, Mad Bum. He's got an 8.68 ERA. If that does anything for you. Um, but he was better last time against the nationals. Yeah, yeah it was the nationals. And we have uh, mentioned that they've been poor, but I think the D backs will be feisty enough and there should be enough juice in that to make them a live dog at Atlanta on Saturday night. Um, fingers crossed. Yeah. We'll keep a track of all this and we can, uh, when we get, when we get to talk next week, we can recap. Uh, we can have a look at our tally side picks and uh, if we're still riding above 500 and we can have a look at these and see, see how we've been getting on. Um, yeah. And I think Moonaf, we have covered it. The historic first episode of the uh, MLB gambling podcast. 
is coming to a conclusion. Have you, have you got anything that you wanted to add, anything that we've missed out, anything you need to point people at? No, I think this was a great first episode for us. Um, again, if anybody has any suggestions on anything that they want us to talk about, you know, we're always open to suggestions. But again, going back to our daily picks, check out all our analyst picks on tally sites. Uh, sorry, on sportsgamblingpodcast.com under MLB. You'll see MLB picks. And we'll have all of our MLB picks on there daily. Um, anything else did you wanted to add to the, and also, yeah, get into our Slack channel, like uh, uh, Malcolm mentioned there that, we you know, we have some sharp guys in there also make sure to get in there. We have daily conversations about guys throwing in picks and having some great discussions. So definitely check us out on our Slack channel also. Yeah, I think the more we get going, Moon, we'll we'll fall into a routine, and it, it's difficult to handicap the baseball without numbers. I don't like right. handicapping without without giving the numbers out, but the the books go day to day. Uh, you might get a game sometimes 18 hours in advance, but that's about it. And that doesn't help us when we're trying to do something covering the weekend states, which is why we would point you to tally side because the picks will be up there on a daily basis uh, with the odds. Um, and like I say, you've got your five SGP analysts. Go and ride the hot hand because people will be having better weeks than others. So go and ride the, ride the hot hand or, as Munaf says, get in the Slack channel yep. uh, and give us your own winners in there. Um, where do we find you on... Twitter Moonaf. You can find me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. I will definitely, definitely start dropping in MLB picks. I know I've been busy with NBA season, but I do want to start putting up some MLB picks. Um, but make sure to follow me at SportsNerd824. And you're also on Twitter, right, Malcolm? Where can they find find you? Uh, I am Mal underscore B underscore sport. So if you need uh, any info, just hit us up. Uh, we can direct you to where you want to go. Uh, there's loads of good stuff on the SPGN uh, website as well. Yep. Including the FCS free roll. I mean, uh, there was a there was a big DFS free roll as well uh, last week on the uh, was on the golf possibly. Um, the FCS free roll, five hundred dollars. It's free money. So yeah, loads of good stuff to get involved in. Um, Moonaf, it's been an absolute pleasure from 4,175 miles away. Um, yes, sir. And now I'm looking forward even more to seeing how the weekend pans out. I'm looking forward to the weekend and it, baseball season's here. And um, I'm excited, man. This was a f- great first episode. Well, thanks for listening. This has been the MLB Gambling Podcast. He was Moonaf Manji. I'm Malcolm Bamford. Cheers, and we'll see you down the road. <laughs>